Always saying bangs like Chief Keef. Always yelling names, that's DCs. I go off my mind and my instinct. Shooting at the same time, we was in sync. On the same thing, trying to repeat. We was in the wheels right back on the enemy. What's up, y'all? I hope you guys are doing well and listening to this in beautiful spirits. I am your host, Nola Love, and you're listening to the Kickback Podcast. So grab your glass of wine, grab your cup of douce, or roll you up a few joints, because it's time to kick back. I want to welcome all of my first-time listeners. You guys are fucking amazing, because you guys do not have to click this shit, and you don't have to listen, like I said before. Um, I want to thank my day one listeners. You guys are everything i cannot believe y'all are still listening to this um i I really appreciate it for real for real we are at episode five now and um i guess i'm starting to get the hang of this shit you know it's been a learning process so thank y'all for sticking with me um today's artist of the week is our very own g herbo um if y'all don't know g herbo is a rapper from Chicago, Illinois. Um, He's 24 years old, but he started rapping in 2012. So um, back when he was like, what was that, like 18, 19? Is that right? I suck at math. Don't judge me. But um, I've been listening to G Herbo since shit, since his his very first project. Really, Um, he released the the mixtape "Welcome to Phaseland," and I, I don't know what it is about about him, but he, he was so young rapping these lyrics and he sounded like a grown man with grown man experiences, which he has because, I mean, um, he's not ashamed of it and he shares it publicly, but he was a product of the streets. Um, and and that was, that was his daily life and that's what he was rapping about. And in his music, it felt like, you was living his life too like he the way he delivers his music it it pretty much makes you feel like you went through what he went through and like you you was there you know what i'm saying so i think that's why i'm such a big fan of g hero because you can really feel his pain in his music you can really feel the joy in his music when he has it but you know nine times out of ten he rapping about you know his time on the streets and how many many of his his homies got murdered and you know that's some that's some shit to to deal with and so um yeah he definitely makes you feel it in his music and that's one thing that I can really appreciate about him and he's also knowledgeable he is smart for someone who have dropped out of school at what the age of 16 he was smart he's very smart and um he talks like he he talks like he got a little bit of wisdom and I can definitely appreciate that from him um the song that y'all heard playing in the intro and it also be playing in the outro is a song called PTSD off his new newly released album titled PTSD. So um, y'all go check that out. I listen to it from top to bottom and I like it. I can relate. I mean, I can't relate because I don't, I haven't been through none of that shit he been through, but I can definitely understand where he coming from and, um, feel the pain behind the music like i said so um yeah go check that out ptsd by g herbal now i know that i said that i was gonna do black excellence in the month of february 
because it was black black history month but i honestly feel like every month is black history month we shouldn't just celebrate black history month on in february i've always felt like that was fucking retarded and a slap in the face personally but we're not gonna um go there i guess so i say all of that just to say that i think that i'm gonna make black excellence a permanent segment of the show because i want to pay homage to all of the african-american and you know color color people that are doing amazing things out here and you know changing shit rocking shit up in the community so yeah that's what i'm gonna do um, from now on, and today's Black Excellence is going to go to Mr. Amani Williams. He is a 19-year-old um, young man from Detroit, um, and he is the very first African-American professional NASCAR driver with autism. Yes, the boy has autism. Like, everybody always put a stigma on on children or people with autism, but I'm telling y'all, they are smart. I personally have someone in, um, with autism in my family, and they are smart. I don't care what nobody say. Um, listen, some I think all of them in some way, somehow, are smarter than us that, that aren't on the spectrum. So I don't, I don't. I don't knock them from for anything. I, they just, I just feel like it's a different personality. That's it. But um, Williams was diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder and considered nonverbal when he was just two years old. So um, to go from that and being now being a professional NASCAR driver, that's pretty amazing to me. Like I don't, I can't even goddamn drive two hours away do you know that they be on them tracks all day driving in a circle all day at high amounts of speed like listen i can't drive around the block barely you know i hate driving and this kid supposedly i ain't gonna say supposedly because he does have autism but that just goes to show you that he if you have the wheel you cannot be stopped you know what I'm saying? That right there, he's doing he's doing something that majority of the population cannot do. So I don't I don't think this man should be should be count, counted out of anything um, just because of his autism. Uh, it I I have I'm I'm at a loss for words. Um, that it's I read an article that said he broke numerous record, records and hold many titles. Um, including uh, the first black American to hold the highest finish in a series race, something like that. I'm not, I don't know the fucking um, NASCAR terminology or whatever. Whatever this shit is, I don't know because I'm not a fan of this sport. But all I know is that it does take a lot of energy and um, effort and time to do this sport. Like I said, they be on them tracks for hours in a day they be in a, a fucking race is all day i'm never going to a nascar race because that shit is all day no thank you they be in them hot ass cars and them full ass suits and y'all trying to tell me that this boy should be counting out anything no but not only does he kill on a track he also finds time to raise awareness and be an advocate for others on the spectrum 
While competing all across the country, he also takes time out to serve as a motivational speaker and give back to different community communities. He hopes that his story will help inspire others on the spectrum, letting letting people know that the possibilities for those diagnosed with autism are endless. So I want to say congratulations to you, young man. Um, that's just truly amazing. I cannot drive a regular car on a regular day. And you happen to drive um, a very fast car around a track for hours at a time, sweating in a sweating in that hot box and that hot suit. So um, I want to give you your smell, your flowers while you can smell them. And yeah, congratulations to you, Mr. Armani Williams. All right. So before I move on, I'm about to tell y'all happy new year. Like I told y'all before, I told y'all my new year was um starting over because i felt like 2020 started shitty it was just negative energy negative vibes um not for me personally but just in the air i'm like oh hell no this can't this cannot start like this so yeah happy new year i know that is literally not the new year but you know uh just go with it just just go with it okay guys please now guys if you guys did not listen to the episode from last week, please, please, please go back and listen to that episode. Um, I had my first guest, my friend, my soror, my sister, Miss Kanisha Williams, founder of Williams Lifestyle Dynamics. Um, I enjoyed, I really enjoyed having her. Um, it was, it was a great conversation. It was a conversation for us. I'm sorry if you guys did <laughs> did was a little lost, but um yeah, we just pretty much did a little bit of catching up and um yeah, just talking. We ended up talking about church people and TV shows and you name it. Um we 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 just did a lot of talking and um I got a lot of requests saying that we needed to we need to come back together and um you know, actually do an episode around something so I'm gonna try to get her back on and see what we can do but yeah I really did enjoy her conversation and enjoy her being here um thank you once again Kanisha you are amazing love the convo I always love catching up with you it's always a good time it's we always pick up where we left off so um yeah I just I knew it was gonna be a a a good time and I can't wait till we do it again so y'all, let's jump into the um the topics for this week, right? So y'all know my artist of the week. Oh, I'm sorry. Let me start off by saying this episode is uh more so of a pop culture episode. So I'm sorry if y'all don't listen to hip hop or R and B or what you know whatever I'm talking about. If you don't get it, you guys can always go and Google the people I'm talking about. It does not hurt to know. Um, you, you never know. You might like their music. You might like something about them, and I might just have put you on. So you could thank me later. So y'all remember my artist of the week, G Herbo, right? His baby mama, her name is um Ariana Fletcher. They call her Ari. So she was a, at some event at some club, and the DJ decided to sit up there and tell her to turn her ass around and shake some ass. He told her to twerk in front of everybody, like literally demanded that this girl twerk. Now, the whole time, it was, it was a video. Now, y'all can go check the video out. Um, I think it's on, I'm sure it's on Instagram. I'm sure you can find it on YouTube. But um, 
I don't know who the DJ is. The DJ hasn't, nobody knows who the DJ is. Well, at least it hasn't been revealed, I guess. Um, but it's it's wild that he did some shit like that. Like, in front of a bunch of people, you telling this girl to, to, to shake her ass because that's what you're here to see. That's what he said along those lines. Don't quote me, but I'm telling y'all, he like, we we came here to see you shake your ass or something like that. I'm like, what? That is some some misogynistic pig shit. Like, okay, Ari ain't no angel now. Don't get me wrong. And she do be out on her Instagram twerking it up. And she does, it be moving. So I can I get that he wants to see that thing move around and shake around and shit, but come on, you you can't you just can't do that, especially in this in this era, in this Me Too era, and listen that shit can be taken as harassment. I'd be quick to be like uh harassment, <laughs> cause y'all y'all gotta go look at that y'all gotta go Google that video cause that was that was wild to me and I don't understand why. Men think it's okay for them to do shit like that. Where do that come from? Like, what? What is it about you, nasty nigga? Like, she she was probably the man of her business. I mean, it looked like she was on stage. I'm sure it was probably she was probably hosting the event. I, I don't know. Who knows? Cause she does host a lot of events. But none of no, I I didn't say any of this to say that he has the right to do that. Cause he don't. That shit was foul. Like I'm telling y'all. I got to see if I can find this video so y'all can hear this shit. Just bear with me. I'm going to pause y'all for one second. And I'm back. Sorry for being ill-prepared. I found the video. Listen to this, guys. This whole time, this girl is sitting there looking dumbfounded, like, embarrassed. That right there is disgusting. I don't know what else to say, but that is disgusting, and he needs, somebody needs to tell that nigga about himself, and they think that shit is funny and cute. That shit is not funny and cute. That shit is embarrassing. Women do not love to be embarrassed, and that was embarrassing. I'm sure she was livid. She looked like she did not want to be up there no longer beside that nigga. Like, wow. I'm I'm a little dumbfounded by that. That's that's crazy. But yeah, so I pray for that nasty nigga. I pray that he get it together, and um. I'm sorry, Ari, that you had to endure some shit like that because that, that, that was just sick. That was disgusting. Somebody need to get that nigga the fuck out of here as soon as they find out who this DJ is. Somebody need to put him on blast. And I'm I'm sure he will be put on blast, but they need to get him the fuck up out of here because it's, it's DJs like him and producers like him that be uh, making it hard for rem- women in the, in the industry to, to just make it. Ari ain't even no, on no music shit. She just in the industry because of well she just affiliated with the industry because of g herbo but it just show you that how women just go the smallest shit the smallest shit that y'all think i'm sure he ain't he ain't found nothing wrong with that shit i'm sure he didn't but that shit was disgusting speaking of toxic niggas mr toxic himself mr drizzy drake he released a visual sunday right and the uh visual 
is that clip we had seen a few weeks ago when he was filming in front of Marcy Projects, the um the projects that Jay Z had grew up in, and that video finally came out right. So I'm not gonna lie to y'all, the song is fire. I, I, listen, I'm gonna take Drake and all his toxicity. I love him. I actually I don't want I don't want Drake without it. Okay, just saying I do not want him without his toxicity, cause that that shit fuels his music. <laughs> not said that it's right. He he sucked for this shit, but hey, that shit makes makes a hit. It makes a hit. But anyway, in the song he says, "Baby mama fluke, but I love her for who she is." Listen, if I was his baby mama, I would post a thousand pictures of that little boy Adonis. I think that's Drake's son name. I I will post them all. I will post them everywhere. That lady ain't did nothing but be quiet and mind her goddamn business. And here come Drake, bringing her up, calling her a fluke, a fluke. I'm pissed if I'm if I'm her. I'm 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 livid if if I'm her, because yo I I I I hit this kid for from you. I mean for you. It's been over a year now. That kid got to be nice and plump and walking and talking. Like, that kid is, he's a good age now. And we ain't so we seen this kid once. Once. She has been in the dark with your child, and you call her a fluke. You was not calling her a fluke when you was up in there. And nobody told you to shoot the club up, homie. You know you, Drake. You know you didn't want no kids at the moment. And you know you didn't want none with her. But yet. You didn't wrap that shit up. So, deal with the consequences. These are the consequences. I just feel like he was wrong in that situation. This lady ain't been nothing but good. Like we literally have we literally have not heard heard her. We ain't seen her since this whole um scandal had came about. Right? She 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 literally fell off the face of the earth. Like I I have not seen nothing about this little boy, nothing about her, nothing about them co-parenting. I mean, yeah, we know that he goes back and forth for what whatever whatnot. I don't, but nobody knows where this lady is, and and he just got some nerve, some nerve. See, niggas don't know when to say something and when not to, and that be their problem. She been holding it down. Now I hope she just blow up the whole spot now. It's all right, girl. Whatever her name is, Emily, Rebecca, Becky, I don't know. But, girl, post all them pictures. Give it all up because he ain't had no business doing you like that. And I'm sorry you got to endure this toxic-ass nigga. He probably, Drake probably get on her goddamn nerves. As much as we love Drake, and don't get me wrong, I love me some Drake. I love, I literally love every album. But he like he'd get on my goddamn last nerve. So Drake, go sit your ass down somewhere and leave this lady alone. Go finish your album, cause I'm waiting. We all are waiting. Goddamn, I I couldn't just don't don't let it be like Scorpion. Just give us a good eighteen songs, okay? Cause I haven't even listened to all of Scorpion, and I, I'm probably not going to. It's too long. I don't like I don't like all that music no more. I want something I can sit with for a good 25 30 minutes and call it a day. I want to I want to be able to listen to it over and over again. Have some replay value. Can't listen to 40 songs over and over again. I'm just it's just not going to happen. It's too much music that's coming out. So Drake, go sit your ass down, go finish your album and leave your baby mama alone. 
let her take care of your son and let her continue to breastfeed because I know that's what she's doing. But um, y'all know I came on here a few weeks ago and I killed Meg the Stallion because she was all hugged up with fucking G E Z. That y'all y'all see we ain't heard nothing else about that. And I told y'all that shit was a public a publicity stunt. It had to be. It wasn't no way on God's green earth that this woman was really with Jeezy. I just don't believe it. So I came on here and killed her for it a couple weeks ago. And now I am here to to defend my girl. I love Meg. I just was not rocking with you with that decision that you made to be hugged up with that man. But I'm over it. I got past it. We all good. So... We all been wondering why Megan came out with no music, where the videos at. We just been seeing little freestyles um, here and there on, on Instagram. We've been seeing her post pictures and shit, living her best life. But we have not gotten no music or no music videos. So a video, she just put out a video saying that her label, 1501, is not allowing her to drop any music. If y'all don't free my motherfucking girl... All because she signed. She all because she asked for a renegotiation of her contract. So now they they being petty. You know, thinking they trying, thinking that she trying to lead a label, and now they just saying, nah, fuck all that. We nah, you ain't dropping no music, and you not re- re- renegotiating shit. So I guess how they feel is that she recently signed with a label called Rock Nation. She didn't sign. She signed with them for them to be her management that's a management company and so i guess uh 1501 feels like they kind of trying to steal her away from them so now they just putting a stop to all that shit but all i gotta say is free my girl that's fucked up we don't know we don't know the ins and outs of what happened but she did put out a video saying that um she she didn't know what was all in her contract when she first signed. She signed when she was 20, 20 years old. I think she like 21, 22, something like that. It wasn't too long ago, goddammit. Matter of fact, she got to be 21 because I think she this was like last year. Nah, nah, it wasn't. I'm wrong. I can't remember. I'm sorry. <laughs> but anyway, um, Point being is she signed her contract when she was 20 years old. She's no longer 20 years old. She did not understand the contract nor have proper representation when she signed the contract. And while you can blame her, when you a young artist and you broke and somebody probably put money in front of you, you're not going to sign the contract? You telling me you understand every, every line of a contract? Fuck out of here. People, you can't. Some people can't even read a goddamn chapter of a book. And you trying to tell me that you can understand, you can read and understand, comprehend a record contract? Do y'all know what's in that shit? You look at a record contract, that shit like braille. Like, I'm telling you, no, listen. I, 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 I'm sorry that she's in this predicament and that shit sucks. So I guess she got, she signed with Rock Nation and she got the proper management, the proper lawyers. And so they was coming to her saying like, um, did you, you know, did you know this was in your contract? Did you know this was in your contract? 
and she had no idea that certain things was in her contract so she just went back to 1501 her initial um label asking them to renegotiate and that's when she said everything went left like everything just went downhill from there and I guess they got in their feelings and now they saying she can't drop no music but she got all this music in the tuck and I want every track of it listen what we gotta do do we need to protest do we need to um stand outside the the building with some picket with some picket uh, on a picket line because I'm ready they just need to free my girl because I need some new Meg the Stallion okay I need her to bounce back from that G-Eazy situation. I need her to come back with some fire shit. We often hear about how record labels and the music industry is a is a greedy and dirty game. And this is an example of it. Like, she's seeing this shit. And it sucks that you don't, you don't know what you be signing. Like, you don't know all of what you be signing when you, you know, in that initial moment. And it don't backfire until you try to progress and move forward with some shit. And it sucks that people be feeling like they made you who you are and, you know, they, they entitled to what you got. That sucks. I mean, I do agree that people do, they should get their percentages. But come on, really, y'all going to be this greedy? Let the girl release her music. Let her do what she got to do. Um, I think it all work out at the end of the day. Like, I don't understand why these people have more than enough money. More than enough why do y'all just gotta be greedy like that? She and she say all the time like she not in the music industry for the for the money. She she one of the artists who is actually infatuated with the music. So I feel like when we get artists like that, we gotta appreciate them and we just gotta let them uh, be creative and 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 express their creativity however they need to do that. Cause hey, artists like that come once in a lifetime, right? This is why I feel like when you enter in a music game as a new artist, you got to have somebody around you. You got to spend that money on a lawyer so that they can tell you what you're getting yourself into because you do not know. You're not looking for this shit. Like, when you see a bunch of money in your face, when they telling you this is your advance, you going to take that if you don't have nothing, if you got $100 in your pocket. Not saying that's, that's what she had starting out. But she wasn't rich, and if you got the opportunity to get rich, you're not going to take it. Come on, so I'm going to need people to stop bashing her because everybody all on Twitter, all on Instagram talking shit and saying how she's stupid for not knowing what's in her contract, for not looking at it. I need y'all to stop because, like I said before, y'all can't read a chapter of a book, let alone a recording contract. Y'all need proper representation too, and it's and it's still motherfuckers out here that's just get, that's getting scammed just like she did. Not saying that she getting scammed because we don't know the whole story allegedly, but it's motherfuckers out here that's in the same boat. So everybody needs to relax and let this shit unfold. And um, actually, speaking of scam, I was looking at the Joe Budden and Little Baby interview, the pull up. Um, that's the that's the name of the show. It's called the pull up, and um. Lil Baby actually said something in his interview. He said that he didn't know he didn't know he didn't know about filing taxes. Like he didn't know that he had to pay taxes on the money that he was getting. So one day they just came knocking knocking at his goddamn door asking for their fucking money. Yo <laughs> That's amazing to me. Luckily he said that he 
he had been saving, you know, his money up from features and, you know, just the money that he was making. He was just putting 10 bands, 20 bands up. So when they did come knocking for and asking for it, he had it to give them. But a lot of artists don't put themselves in that position. A lot of artists get money and then they go out and buy jewelry, buy cars, miscellaneous shit, and then they ain't got nothing to show for it but, but this jewelry and cars, which they can't give to the IRS. You know what I'm saying? So he put himself in a good position that he was able to pay on pay his taxes. But I just think it's crazy that these young these young artists come into the game. Baby is the baby I mean not the baby, Lil Baby. I think he is twenty four, twenty one. Point being is he's young. He's in his his early twenties. He don't know about filing taxes. He ain't never had to file taxes because he was a hustler. I feel like when you come in this game and whoever trying to bring you into the game, whether it's uh, uh, somebody who's on your management team or the, the label, they need to tell you, like, yo, you got to pay taxes on this stuff. So be spend your money wisely and, and just be wise with, with your money because you're going to be dishing out more than you're going to make, you know, at first. And I just, I just thought that was I just thought that was crazy. We gotta have I gotta have a conversation about um financial literacy because it's not enough of that going around. He also said that when he was in school he had dropped out in ninth grade. He said that he did he remember accounting classes but he don't remember what they taught him. Joe Budden dropped out in ninth grade as well and he said he don't know what the new multiplication sign looked like. I didn't know that there was a new one. What is he talking about, the little dot? Like, I have no idea. But uh, I completely lost my train of thought talking about the ass. Oh, financial literacy. We need it. It's important. And it's crazy that these artists come in the game and they make all this money and don't, they don't know. They don't know what to do with it. They fuck it off and they be broke and then they don't pay their taxes and they go to jail for that shit like Wesley Snipes. I think that was his ass who did that. Lauren Hill for sure. Listen, the music industry just got to do better with teaching young artists on what they what they need to be looking for coming into the game, or is it the they managers need to do better? Something like they should not come in here making all this money and not having a clue what to do, not having a clue about taxes. Come on, we us regular people file taxes every year and and, he, and it's not like they was never regular shit i feel like you just you just know to file your taxes like i don't even remember i remember when i got a job my mom was like i got a w-2 and my mom was like yeah you need this to file your taxes and then that's when that's when you know i, I figured out about it. it's not like she taught me a in-depth lesson about taxes it's just like it's something that you you know of and you take it upon yourself to go to go figure out what it is, and it's just like, damn, you don't know about taxes? How don't y'all know to file taxes? That's crazy to me. Like I said, I'm going to educate myself a little bit more on financial literacy, and then I'm coming here to talk about that because I feel like that's just something we don't get taught enough, and that's something we don't talk about enough, and we need it because I think that this generation now is a little bit more about um, financial being financially stable and and wealth and generational wealth and i just feel like that's something that we all need to know about so thank you guys tuning in once again i greatly appreciate it i cannot stress that enough 
please do not forget to like, subscribe, and share the podcast. Uh, Leave a review if you're feeling generous. I hope you're feeling generous. (laughs) Stay positive, stay fearless, and most importantly, stay safe. I am Nola Love. This is the Kickback Podcast, and I will talk to you guys next week. Back on the enemy, stopped on my last hit. I was in the middle seat. Fuck it out the sunroof, bro. got a quick release. And we in the car real fast with police. Shots fired back, but it's ass in the street. When I bought a 40 show, Brittany and Tiffany, knowing that they call it, they can't get from me.